0: and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, we thank God for his master plan of redemption. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We are living to live again. We thank God for the fact that you know, we don't have to walk and live the way we once lived, you know, after we received Jesus Christ. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All, all, all things become new, you know. So we, we are new creations. We, we have a new, total new birth. And, and, and uh, we want to invite you to our evangelistic service. That will be held on tomorrow night at Restoration Christian Fellowship Church, 403 Andrews Road, Sicklerville, New Jersey 08081. If you are in the surrounding areas, come out. We always encourage people to invite friends. And people say, well, who is Friend? That's an acronym for family for relatives, for associates, and neighbors. You know, this, said hope awakens. Hope awakens. This is the hour for evangelism. The world is hurting. The world is just losing its mind. And the world needs Jesus. So we are inviting you to our evangelistic service. Bring, bring the unsaved. Bring the hopeless, bring those that are are sick, bring those that have no, no desire, bring the addicted, those that are addicted on drugs and alcohol, those that are having mental issues, bring everyone, because we are believing God for miracles, deliverances on Friday, July the 15th. We, we, we are praying, we are fasting, we are consecrating ourselves, we are believing God to move in, in a miraculous way on uh, Friday, July the 15th at our evangelistic service. This is the hour for evangelism. You know, when you're sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and people are denying you, they're not denying you; they're denying God. But know that there are some that are ready, and that only you can bring to the Lord. There are people and and, and souls in the lawns of Christians that only you are going to be the one that's going to plant that seed and, and plant that word. Some will water, some you know will. Will plant, but God is going to bring the increase. God is, this is the hour to use you. And we, we're praying for our, our ministerial staff as a team as they're preparing themselves for this evangelistic service, that they will be prepared, you know, to to, to minister to those that are in various kinds of need. Hallelujah. So we just thank God that we have this opportunity to, to invite you and share it with someone. And 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 why not, why not come? What, you won't, what do you have to lose? <laughs> you, you, you might find out that it was the best thing you could have done was to make an effort to come to that evangelistic service. And we invite you, all are welcome. Well, I'm gonna open up, reading Psalms 4 to 5 in the New Living Translation before I continue my lesson, and it reads as follows. Beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king, for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. You are the most handsome of all. Gracious words stream from your lips. God himself has blessed you forever put on your sword mighty warrior you are so glorious so majestic in your majesty ride out to victory defending truth humility and justice Go forth to perform all inspiring deeds. Your arrows are sharp. Piercing your enemies. Piercing your enemies' hearts. The nations fall beneath your feet. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter of justice. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore God, your God has anointed you. Pour out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else. Myrrh, aloes, and cassia perfume your robes and ivory palaces. The music of strings entertains you. Kings, daughters, finest gold from Ophir. Listen to me, O royal daughter. Take to heart what I say. Forget your people and your family far away. For your royal husband delights in your beauty. Honor him for he is your Lord. The princess of Tyre will shower you with gifts. The wealthy will beg your favor. The bride, a princess, looks glorious in her golden gown. In her beautiful robes, she is led to the king, accompanied by her maids. What a joyful and enthusiastic procession. As they enter the king's palace, your sons will become kings like their father. You will make them rulers over many many lands. I will bring honor to your name in every generation. Therefore the nations will praise you forever and ever. It says here that uh, this is called a messianic psalm because it prophetically describes the, mess, the, the messiah's future relationship with the church, his body of believers. In Psalms 45 and 2 it, it, it expresses God's abundant blessing on his messiah. The words of Psalms 45, to 5 verses 6 through 8 find their ultimate fulfillment in Christ. The church is described as the bride of Christ in Revelation 19, chapter 19, verses seven through eight. And when you think about a bride at a wedding, a bride always looks so bright. That, That is just so awesome. It says the beautiful section of poetry describes the king's bride. It also provides a rich metaphor to help us pictures, to picture Christ's bride, the church, as she unites forever with him. So we just thank God for this psalms. It's a beautiful psalms in light of God's word. It says, you know, um, I believe in the King James Version where it says, "For my tongue is like the Pen of a skillful poet. Uh, I think the King James says, uh, My tongue becomes a ready writer. You know, uh, beautiful are the words, you know, beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king, for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. In other words, my tongue has become like the pen of a ready writer. And God gives us things that we can write down. And when He gives you thoughts, you should always write them down because we are soon to forget them. You know. So we just thank God for this messianic psalm uh, that prophetically talks about, you know, uh, Jesus the Messiah and light up His bride, the church. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to come into your throne room with boldness and not with timidity, to pray for the world's conditions, to pray for those that are destitute, those that are hurting, those that are lonely, those that are sick. Lord, we thank you for the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous of there, much. And Lord, today we are praying for leaders of nations all over the world. We are praying for the Ukraine area, the war tone area, God. We are asking in the name of Jesus that you will continue to provide and make ways for mothers and children. Oh, God, for the elderly, Lord, they have lost everything. Lord, we are praying for refugees all over the world, not only those in Ukraine, but in other nations that we know not of. Nigeria, where there's a lot of wars and killing going on. We are praying for nations, leaders of nations. We're praying for leaders of churches. Encourage the hearts of pastors everywhere. Those that have lost heart, given up. Lord, we pray that you will stir up the gifts that's on the inside of them. Let them know that we've been enduring for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. God, we are praying for our local Assembly Restoration Christian Fellowship Church we are praying for our upcoming evangelistic service. We are praying that you would talk, touch the hearts of many people in the surrounding areas to come out and to be blessed, that they would invite friend. And friend is an acronym that represents family, relatives, associates, and neighbors. And God, that they will come out and be blessed. And Lord, we are praying for our ministerial staff that's working as a team, oh God that will be ministering to those that are coming forth to be saved, to be set free, to be healed, to be delivered. God, prepare the ministers as you're preparing the hearts of the people. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for this consecration that we are on. God, we thank you for the results of the evangelistic service, God. We are praying, oh God, for the speaker of the hour that you would use her mightily Oh, God, we just thank you for your goodness and for your mercies. We thank you for signs and wonders following your word. We thank you for victories and, 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 and Lord, battles being won. Hallelujah. Hearts and minds being changed. Hallelujah. Oh, God, that we're thinking that stony hearts will be made hearts of flesh, oh, God, at that evangelistic service. And, God, that's what you're willing and ready to do for those, oh God, that are just willing just to call on your name. The Bible says that whosoever calleth on the name of the the Lord shall be saved. And Lord, we are there and we are waiting for the people to come forward as we are preparing ourselves for this evangelistic service. We pray for the elderly, those in nursing homes. We are praying for the sick. We're praying for still first responders. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We are praying and coming against sex trafficking, Lord, that you would make a way of an escape for boys, girls, men, and women. Oh, God, that they're being violated and used, oh, God, make that way of escape. God, we are praying for ministries that just focus on that area of ministry, oh, God, that's helping people that to be freed from such from such a bondage in the name of Jesus. And so God, we are praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we are praying for Mother Gilbert. We are praying for Sister Stuart, oh God, as the caregiver, Lord, as she takes care of her mother. And not praying, not only for her, but caregivers throughout the world. We're praying for our children, oh God, that are working on their testimonies, God. Oh God, we're just coming against every work of Satan. And we declare and decree our children will serve God, live for Him, and love Him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And we'll be going to our scripture text for uh, the continuation of our lesson. And our lesson um, is coming from Isaiah 55 and 11. Isaiah 55 and 11 and today i'm going to read it in the new living translation um i'm scrolling trying to get to my scripture and that's verse 11 okay and in the new living translation it reads it is the same with my word I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. Oh, that is powerful. I love that. And the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the same. That it is the same with my word. I sent it out. And it's all and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So we just thank God for His word. And as we've been teaching on scriptures to pray for specific needs so tonight tonight or this morning we're going to start reading scriptures in light of job problems job problems and we know that uh, many times on jobs people have to go through uh, a lot of harassment and a lot of things go on on jobs you know so many people and and just imagine you spend more time on your job than you do at home the hours that you spend on your job and for it to have to be a chaotic uh, atmosphere, it's so, it is so sad. But one of the scriptures that we're going to read in light of uh, job problems is First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So wherever there's always confusion, you know it's not God that's, the author of it, but Satan himself. And you see, people, and we have to realize that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, you know, but, but against principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. However, the spirit of the enemy have to use people. He, he has to use a bonnet. So people won't come against you, but know that it's the spirit that's using them. But we have to pray them, I remember when I was working at RCA and I was the only uh, black in my office, and I I was sick, and I had uh, the the doctor had discovered that I had a degenerative degenerative disc disease, and it was job related, and I was trying I was a data entry operator. I used to I, I used to key punch records, of ten to fifteen thousand records in a day, and it was job related. And I was trying to get into the accounting department. And one of the girls knew that I was coming up for uh, an interview. But one girl that had one week service more time than I did. And, of course, they were of the other persuasion. And um, she persuaded the girl, "But you better take that job so she won't get it. Well, however, the girl did take the job. But guess what? I ended up getting sick because it really set me back, you know, because I I was, I was suffering. I was really suffering, but when it was all said and done, I never set foot again in RCA because uh, my condition was job related. They put me on a leave on a, on a sick leave. And uh, I ended up going back to school in my early forties and at Camden County College. So from that, from there, I went. Of course, I went to Bible school for seven years. However, at the age of seven, I graduated with my undergraduate degree from Regent University. But God had His timing for everything that He was going to do in my life. He timed it. I, I, I wanted to go to college right out of high school, but He didn't allow it to be so. But the key is that even though, you know. I was hurt on my job. God had another plan for my life. I want you to know the young lady took the job, but six months later, she was laid off. And I never set foot because God had another plan for my life. He was calling me into ministry full time. So know that sometimes, you know, that, that you're going through a lot of stuff on your job, but sometimes sometimes God is moving you out or causing you to, you know, calling you to other things. But know that... Um, you can cast your burdens. Psalms 55 and 22 say, "Cast your burdens, or cast your burden on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved." You know, sometimes people will plot against you, and the very thing that they plot against you end up hanging them. Just like Haman uh, was coming against Mordecai, and he he was oh he was out to kill him. But, but see, sometimes people try to set traps for you on your jobs, but it, it ends up setting traps for them. So just cast your burden upon the Lord. You know, when people are being indifferent and, and, and being, you know, uh, agitated and, and trying to agitate you and bully you, whatever they're doing on these jobs, just begin to pray in your heart and in your spirit for them. That's why the Bible tells us to pray for our enemies, you know, uh, bless them. <laughs> you know you, you can only do that through the love and through the god love of jesus you can't do that of yourself but when the love of god is shared abroad in your heart you can pray for your enemy because that's what the lord told me to do when i was working at rca he says imogene i want you to pray for the people and you know what things didn't change the people were still just as arrogant and nasty but the lord changed me where it didn't phase me any longer I didn't focus on that behavior. I focused on the love of God and the fact that I was interceding for them. So that's what you have to do on these jobs. You just have to pray for the people. And before you know it, those very same people that have come against you will be the very ones that will come and ask you to pray for their loved ones that are sick because they know that Christ is in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So... Psalms 55 and 18 says, He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. I like that. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. Romans 8, 28, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. You know, even on, on that situation uh, at my job, God knew it was going to work together for my good because he had another future, another plan for my life. He had called me into ministry and he wanted us to be able to work full time in ministry. And God opened up the door, you know, because God said all things work together, the good, the ugly, the bad, the indifferent. And so while we're, uh, 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 you know, fretting because of the things that are happening to us on these jobs, you know, we have to say, "But Lord, what do you want me to learn? What are you trying to show me? What are you teaching me? You know, what doors are you opening for me through this situation right now? You know, and, m- and most of the time it's elevation. He wants you to take takes you to. A, he wants to take you to another level. You see. So know that. When you have problems on jobs and and you're going through, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. As much as they want to upset you and get you in a tither, just know that the Lord will preserve you on your job regardless of what you're facing. So tonight or this morning, We want to pray the prayer of salvation to those that would like to accept Jesus as their personal savior. We are also praying for backsliders and we are praying that um, you will not forget that tomorrow night, July the 15th, is our evangelistic service at 403 Andrews Road, Cycloneville, New Jersey, 08081 at 7.30 p.m. Don't forget to invite friends, family, friends, associates, and neighbors. Bring the hurting, bring the unsaved, bring those that are restless in that spirit. We are ready and waiting for you. Now, for those that would like to accept Jesus as your personal savior, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me. Forgive me of all my sin. Fill me with your spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Father, from this day forward, I will live for you. Thank you for giving me a new life, a life that results in eternal life. Thank you, Lord. I am rejoicing with you. The angels are rejoicing with you in heaven over every soul that repents on planet earth. We thank God for the opportunities to come into your homes and into your automobiles to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news, <laughs> the good news. And then we're always hearing about bad news. People are always anxious to tell you about the bad news, but I'm here to tell you good news. Hallelujah. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whatever you do, seize the moment to share the gospel. You know, many times people will reject the gospel. You know, just keep in mind, they are not rejecting you. They are rejecting the gospel. So don't take it personal when you share the gospel and are offering to share the gospel. And people are telling you, I don't want to hear that mess or that junk. They'll tell you that. But the day will come if they never repent or never receive Jesus' finished work. They will see your face again because their whole life is going to come before them when they had the opportunity to receive Jesus. So know that and be encouraged that someone wants to hear your story and is ready for your testimony. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord. God bless.